Hey guys, it's Joey and Michael from Sports Scouts. And before we get in the show, we just want to let you guys know about something exciting that is coming to the Forest Scout this semester. We are now officially doing podcast ad reads. And unlike the ads that we offer on the Forest Scout website, go check out our editorial policy for more information on those. We do have a good financial option for any business to uh, advertise on um, the Forest Scouts podcast. So basically, yeah, check this out if you want to advertise your businesses on the Forest Scouts podcast. That'd be all of the shows. So yeah, Michael has more information on that. So it'll be $15 per semester. Like Joey said, it'll be all the podcasts, our podcast, The Water Cooler, and the rest of the podcasts that are on our website. There's been a lot more this year than there was last year. So there's definitely a lot of options for businesses, I guess, to choose. It's a new option we have. And I think well, hopefully some businesses, I guess, take up the offer because it's definitely it's a new way, I guess, to promote their businesses. And because definitely the podcast been getting quite a bit of, of views, ours and other ones. So it's definitely a good option for people. So, so like our show's coverage of both local and national sports, that's what we do here. We want both local and national businesses, anybody really, to use this opportunity to both donate to our student journalism and let us do even better things in the future, and then also just get the word out about what they may do. So it's a you know great place to advertise. Uh, lots of people will see it. So we hope you consider that option. Let's get right into the show. <laughs> Welcome to Sports Scouts. I'm Joey Goodsir. Michael Rowe. And we are recording this episode 2.3 on Wednesday, January. Twenty second, 2019. 2020. Or Jesus Christ, 2020. That's right. We are in a new year. Um, it's been a little bit of time since we've recorded our last episode and, um, yeah, lots has happened. So we're excited to get back into it. Um, it's been a long time. We recorded the week before finals and now we're all the way, um, a couple weeks into the new year, um, with basically all of the football's postseasons playing out. I mean, that's the main thing we're going to talk about. So we're very, very excited about that. So other than talking about that, we're going to talk about, um, baseball hall of fame announcements. We're going to talk about um, vicious college basketball brawls. We're going to talk about new NFL rules um, and more. But first, Michael will give you some scout scores. Yeah, so girls basketball last night defeated Glenbrook South 52-43. to The boys are on the road, and they won at Vernon Hills 45-40. They'll take on Libertyville at home on Friday night, and the girls will be at Stevenson at the same time. And gymnastics just had a Lake County, or just had their Lake County um, invite over the weekend and will be at Mundelein tonight. Um, after competing at the, in the MLK Invitationals over the past weekend, boys hockey winter classic will take place at the Winter Club against St. Viator Friday. The girls are facing Maine at Niles tonight and most recently beat Latin 4-1. And wrestling has their Lake County invite this, this weekend. And cheerleading has a conference on Friday at Warren. And boys swimming faces Zion Benton at home tonight. So a lot coming up later this week. Yep, obviously being a little um, selfish on this one, but um, because we have a meet tonight, I am giving a little bit of a shout-out to the team, Boys <laughs> Swimming and Diving. So that is our um, jersey and team gear of the week. If you want us to feature your stuff, make sure you let us know. Um, just like how if um, you want more on the latest in LFHS sports, um, check out the latest articles on the 4 and 
Um, also let us know if uh, we screwed up somehow or you want to hear um, more from more sports. Um, just send in the scores and informative news to sportscoutspodcast at gmail.com so Michael can give it a shout out. So let's get into national sports. But before we completely move into national sports, we got two very Lake Forest-centric stories in the national sports world that um, are a really, really big deal. So, Michael, how about we start with yours? Yeah, so the first one was um, that the Bears announced last week that they're going to be moving training camp to Hallis Hall. Um, I got a story on the Forest Scout on the website that kind of recaps what's going to what's going to happen there. There's still a lot of questions what's going to unfold because Bernay, of course, it's the Bear, the Bear Bernays, that's been the, the nickname for the Bears. They've been there for 18 seasons, and that's going to be a big time. change for – for, I guess, the city and for the Bears being at home, I guess. Th- there's still questions like how many tickets. I got that on my article, but how many tickets are going to be available because there's so, mu- there so much room at, at, at um, in Bourbonnet where they practice. Um, but now it's going to be probably a limited fashion, and it's going to be interesting to see like how like how much um, accessibility there will be at, at Hallis Hall and how much like how much open practice will be towards the fans because um, because now it's a lot of teams have been moving to towards their home bases because – of all the money they've been putting into, like, their house halls, their teams in the NFL. So it'll be interesting to see how much openness, I guess, they'll, they'll be from the Bears. And But I guess probably more will be – they said more will be said once the regular season schedule um, comes out, I believe, in a couple of weeks. So I guess more to come on that. So. Yeah, there, there are lots of sides to this. I feel like on one hand you got um, – they're leaving Bourbonnet, which is sad. It's been 18 years of that. I was there once or twice um, on two separate – um training camp years and it's a great experience if um you didn't do it make sure you try to pick up um what is probably going to be very very limited um ticketing opportunities to see training camp when it's here in lake forest i mean i think that it's kind of a sad development but it's true for such a large portion of the league now that it was only inevitable for the bears to move in that direction especially because the house hall facilities are fantastic we went there on a field trip last year yeah, just unbelievable and they were still expanding at that yeah. time so i mean they've 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 really done so much with that and obviously from our perspective it's really really exciting to see that the bears are moving into our backyard on what will be a very crucial training camp year oh, for sure and i think that that's why they're probably that's that's why that's another side factor as to why they're putting the training camp in a more limiting public, a less public environment, because I think that there's going to be um, a lot of very, very watchful eyes on what happens. So we'll see how that all works. I mean, I think a lot of it is just logistics. You know, Bourbonnet had, had a lot more space. Olivet Nazarene University's campus um, really offered uh, really a place for thousands of people to show up every year. Um, House Hall doesn't really do that. It's kind of secluded and there's really not much parking space outside of the actual parking lot for Hallis Hall. So it'll be interesting to see how logistics work for that. Um, but it is exciting to see that training camp will be taking place right here in Lake Forest. So that's one Lake Forest story. But the other one um, that I was looking at is, of course, um, the former uh, Lake Forest High School quarterback and basketball player Tommy Reese um, now basically getting the keys to Notre Dame's offense, becoming offensive coordinator, getting promoted from the quarterback coach position. Um, obviously a very, very um, interesting move on multiple levels. Uh, Tommy Reese played um, in the late 2000s to 2010 um, for the scouts and, uh, you know, broke so many records as a quarterback, was, you know, probably – the most sought-out recruit in Lake Forest High School history and ends up 
becoming a starting quarterback at Notre Dame, having a solid playing career there, um, you know, trying trying out for the for the NFL that not really working out, but he ends up back at his alma mater on the coaching staff. And I mean, I think the really big thing here is it seems like there's a lot of trust toward him, and that um, he must be a very very smart mind on the sideline if um, this quickly Brian Kelly's willing to give him um, basically the keys to to call the plays and run the offense. So that's really really exciting. Um, obviously, Notre Dame is becoming um, a very, very Lake Forest heavy play, heavy place here as we got um, part of our class of 2020s. We have Riley Mills heading in there um, for next year. We'll see how that goes, but um, definitely big news. Um, not something that I expected either, so really, really cool to see. Yeah, and he's only 27 years old too, and he's been the quarterback's coach since 2017 there, so definitely, like you said, must be head coach Brian Kelly. He's, he's going to be the one of his top lieutenants, I guess, um, this season, and he must have, like you said, a lot of trust in him. To yeah, ready, if you to if you promote him up. if yeah. you promote someone offensive coordinator that quickly, especially at a program like Notre Dame, I think that that means a lot, and that shows a lot toward um, how helpful of a factor he has been into Notre Dame's coaching staff uh, recently, and hopefully in the future. We'll see. Um, but yeah, that's that's it for that um, additional special Lake Forest segment, and we'll move right into show me what you've got. Okay, so our Show Me What You've Got this week is kind of hefty because we haven't been around. And um, as you guys know, what we've been using Show Me What You've Got for recently is our football postseason-centric coverage as we usually write our previews. But now things are wrapping up to an end, so we got a lot to talk about. For me, um, it's really the entire college football postseason. Um, You know, all of that has really played out at this point. So congratulations to the LSU Tigers on winning a national championship um, in 2020 here and obviously probably one of the most monster years out of a college football team in recent memory just with the amount of uh, ranked opponents that they they beat really just the strength of their resume um, Joe Burrow becoming a totally an all-time quarterback not even just a Heisman Trophy winner um, but I mean definitely a very very big deal there um, lots of lots of different things coming out of that lots of bowl games um, playing out few exciting ones um i was uh as far as my my picks here i was i was incorrect on my national championship because i was picking ohio state to beat lsu i was kind of seeking out to see that matchup but um ohio state clemson i found was very very entertaining so it was kind of cool to see uh what happened out of that and um yeah it was a it was a fun year i think as far as all that went although i had uh, my issues with the scheduling, which I think we've talked about on the show before, of how things are, how things have been organized with the bowls lately. Um, it ended up being a pretty exciting year with lots of um, fun matchups to look at and a great way to you know close out the holiday season in uh, 2019. So yeah, that was and exciting. And of course, with that victory that he said with LSU in the national championship, of course that was Trevor Lawrence's first loss too in college, which is just right. a crazy run for Clemson just to, I mean, make it back to the national championship again. And I mean, it's just quite. They have a, a heck of a program there too, and it's going to be interesting now to see with. I mean, it's kind of stating the obvious, but with with LSU in the SEC and then another powerhouse like Alabama, they're going to be clashing it out now for years to come. And of course, we know what kind of program Alabama has, but now that LSU is back where they, I guess, used to be with Coach O, now um, it's going to be it's going to be a dogfight every time those two teams lace it up against one another. So it's going to be. I think next year is going to be an, another great season, and it like you said too with the scheduling, we were kind of. 
skeptical about what was gonna like how we, if he liked it or not that they were playing those games so early. I guess right, and but also so late. Yeah. Like I and mean, those way like at- three weeks after like that that um the semifinal games happened that they played. There was no, it was like two and a half weeks or something like that. Right, but it's still like that felt a long time. But I mean, it did. It was a pretty good game until the end, but. I mean, it was just a heck of a season by LSU. So yeah, that, I mean that. Them. I mean, it really was a well-deserved championship. It's a, it's, it's a big deal in terms of uh, we got something new out of a national champion, which was great for the committee and great for college football. Mm-hmm. I think that if you're one of those 13 members, you should be very very excited about this season because it was a, in, encouraging to defend that whole side of everything. Um, but yeah, that that's that's a very very big deal. So um, that's what's going on in college football. Uh, Michael, uh, take it with the NFL. Yeah, so the NFL, we haven't been talking about this for because it's been since before um, winter break. So it's been I don't think we even got to the wild card yet since since then. So yeah, there's been a lot that's gone down. Of course, the the biggest story has been the Tennessee Titans. Derrick Henry has just been he's just been <laughs> a bulldozer since like since I mean the, the, really the whole season he led the NFL in rushing and he just continued that in the playoffs. Nobody could bring him down in the um, in the divisional round against. The Ravens, and of course, going back to um, the wild card round against the the Patriots, he just bulldozed right across a great defense in New England and Baltimore. And then, of course, Patrick Mahomes kind of showed who he was this last week. But I mean, just a heck of a run by the Titans, and they really should be proud of their season. And there's a lot of question marks, I guess, now going into the off season. They got to re-sign Derrick Henry, who's mm-hmm. going to be their quarterback. I'm sure it's going to be Tannehill. And then, what do you do with Marcus Mariota? He's gonna, probably going to let him walk. So team like the Bears maybe would try to pick him up and just maybe put competition for Mitch in the training camp but I mean is he really a realistic option the quarterback no but just to get some kind of some kind of competition maybe because of course we know that Ryan Pace was pretty high in Mariota too coming out of college so yeah I mean I don't know but Pace has been missing on every quarterback so I'm just so tired of listening to conversation about Bears quarterbacks right now I know Um, with that defense we got if he just had a anyone better than our quarterback right now we probably would be I heard someone say this and it does sound a little extreme because it's in my opinion undoubtedly at least the most memorable maybe not the best but definitely I think one of the one of the greatest um in terms of um teams and eras I think you know the 85 Bears have a huge historical presence and I think one of the biggest things that held them back and is the sad story that caused them not to um win more Super Bowls than what they did was because of a lack of production out of um, everything that was happening on offense. And I just hope that another good defensive area in Chicago isn't wasted on yeah. just stupid quarterback decisions. Um, it's been a shame, too, because it yeah. feels like all we talk about is, as Bears fans, is 1985, and it's just been, it's just been constant um, just averageness, I guess, from, from the Bears, and only one Super Bowl since then, and, of course, a loss against the Colts in 2006. But it's just been... A lot of mediocrity from Chicago for just su- such a long time for mm-hmm. for one of the founding franchises. They should be like up there right. with the best every year, but it just hasn't been that. And it, things need to change. Really, it's just been it's been sad to see because it's just been that defense we have is so good, and just missing on that quarterback has just set us back so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. So I mean, the, getting, I, I yeah. don't want to dive too much into yeah. Bears talk, but I mean, I guess definitely agree with you. Biggest thing. There's no doubt that the biggest story coming out of, out of the playoffs was the Tennessee Titans and um, kind of how crazy of a run they went on. They really did make um, make these NFL playoffs very very entertaining. Um, First dethroning New England that was the biggest probably story right. of wild card weekend. That, that was the biggest thing. I, I mean, you know, I think like with Alabama, I was hearing I was hearing 
some extreme things about kind of the Alabama dynasty coming to an end, and I wouldn't be so certain about that. I think with New England, it's a little bit more definite that things are coming to an end with that. Um, yeah, at sure. least at least for the time being, it's going to take some serious adjustment if it's going to happen. We'll see. I, I almost I'm I am almost just like I'm I'm waiting for um like like complete confirmation that it's over at this point because who knows i still think um, brady comes back though I, I just i just can't see him going yeah anywhere I, else. I don't i don't i don't see him doing anything other than coming back that that yeah that I mean, that doesn't seem that doesn't seem like a question to me i don't know why that's that's such a big story because honestly i i don't know maybe i could be wrong it could happen and then i'm and then you know here i am but uh, I, I don't know. I of just don't that, see Tom Brady that, doing the whole, like that. The whole locker room thing. He's like, oh, we cleaned out his locker like unlike ever before. It's been so clean. Like, he just cleaned out right. the whole – But, like, all I just think the, that's the a whole, bunch of garbage, to be honest. You know, Giselle's box, all that stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I just, don't know. I, I just can't see him in another – like a Raiders uniform like they've been mentioning or a Chargers. I just – I can't right. see it. I but. mean, I, I, see, I see the Patriots maybe pushing him to retire. And if he doesn't, which would not surprise me at all, um, they kind of throw him into – a position of him being more of a game manager, kind of more of a yeah. game manager, like a kind of, kind of quarterback, season. and they build around him. I mean, honestly, they've been doing that for so long. Right. I, I don't see why they don't continue that. Um, I, I don't know. I just don't see him finishing his career in any other way other than retiring out of that yeah. franchise. And being in the weak division outside, I guess, Buffalo now has been, I mean, they're right. a playoff team this year, but up. I wish they got more wins out of this playoff season. It's, I know. It is unfortunate that they. Come up short again, like you yeah. Know, I know it's been it's been a rough run for them as well. But I thought also, I guess we'll move now to the NFC. Going back to Wild Card Weekend, I mean the Eagles. I I got to give them credit. Josh McCown gave a hell of a fight for the Eagles, yes. even though they came up short. I mean that was. I mean they had just had so many injuries. They were just decimated. But even to make to even to make the playoffs was I mean pretty impressive for even though right. the competition wasn't that great to, that to get along the road to get there. But nonetheless, they still made the playoffs and. I just feel bad for Carson Wentz, though. Yes, because very true. He's, of course, when they won the Super Bowl, it was Nick Foles, and Wentz right. was hurt again, and now he got hurt with a concussion. But, mm-hmm. yeah, and then moving on, I guess the Vikings, another great story, n- knocking off the Saints. Of course, they came up short in the divisional round, but, I mean, that's a, that was a big move for Kirk Cousins to finally right. get a convincing playoff victory under his belt. So good for him, I guess, even – even though it's the Vikings, but right. whatever. Lots of big runs coming up short, but there was one big run um, that will obviously be a huge story here going forward, so we'll get to that. But. Yeah, I know. And then, so, of course, Super Bowl, we'll get to that next week on our next episode. But, yep. of course, it's going to be the of Super Bowl 49ers. That. So, yeah, that, that, that should be a heck of a game. Of course, the 49ers are the one seed. The Chiefs are the two seed. But that's going to be that's gonna be a heck of a battle. And I think that I'm excited about it. it'll be interesting to see if, I mean, the 49ers, Garoppolo only threw the ball eight times in that in the championship game. Mostert had 220 yards rushing and four touchdowns, so they just been a dominant running force. But, I mean, with Patrick Mahomes, if they get down early, they get down, like, I don't know, two touchdowns early, they're going to be forced to throw the ball. And Garoppolo's been pretty good still throwing the ball, but it's going to be different for them because they've just been relying on the run. They've, their defense has been so good, they don't have to rely on the pass, but – yeah, be they they've shown change, some maybe. serious serious depth yeah. as far as a team is you know their their ability to adjust over time has really yeah. been remarkable. I'm just excited to see the Chiefs in a Super Bowl. I it First would, time in 50 it, would years. it would make me extremely happy to see Andy Reid get a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I feel like he deserves it for I sure. I feel like as a football fan, I just kind of um, I feel like I identify with Chiefs fans. They they I feel like I feel like the Chiefs 
are I mean on a national scale I feel like they're 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 the Michigan of the NFL they're the team that they're the team that gets hyped up every year as you know hopefully going to take the next step and then they never do it and um you know Andy Reid has been that longtime coach that always just gets there um and it never fully works out so I guess for that reason um I'm kind of hopeful for Chiefs fans to see that happen yeah I, I am too but also a heck of a story for Mikhail Shanahan being I mean it's it's only like his third year, I believe, and to go from might be his fourth year, but going from just I mean they only had like three wins this first year, like five wins the second year, and then right. last year just another disappointing season to go to thirteen and three, get the first seed, and make it to the Super Bowl has been I mean that's right. a heck of a run for them. And also one last thing before we move on is I forgot to say this, but Raheem Mostert was on the Bears practice squad. The Bears mm-hmm. cut him, and he scored four touchdowns. And then Robbie <laughs> Gold also had a couple of field goals to go with it. And so it was, it was all former Bears that had all the 49ers points in that game, I, I will which is just crazy for me. I don't want to rant about this for too long, but I will never get over the Bears getting rid of Robbie Gold for the I reason know. that I am very, very confident that the reason why they got rid of him is I guarantee you he opened up his mouth to Jay Cutler and they just canned him for it. And that really annoys me because mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I don't think it should be a secret, but I don't have – I don't have that many positive things to say about Jay Cutler, despite his <laughs> despite his obvious talent. I don't know. He didn't really seem to appreciate his talent that much, to be honest. Yeah. So I, I don't know. That's and a whole I'll, conversation. But Gold did have a down. The point is, the point is, Robbie Gold is a is a probably a Hall of Fame kicker. He did have he did have a down year, but I mean, you know, I guess he can step but up in big moments anyway. I mean, that's what since that's he's what left, he's like just been too. he's been phenomenal since he's left. So he's still. He's still a great kicker, and it's, right. I know it's, it hurts to watch, to be honest, but I'm happy for him to get that Super Bowl finally. They get mm-hmm. another appearance. Yeah, no, that, he, what Was he on the 26, 2006 Bears? He was, I, right? I, I, I assume he is. I, I mean, he's got to be because he has been that, he was with the Bears for right. a long time. But As long as I can remember. He doesn't have a win, far. though. We know that for yeah. sure. But hopefully, I mean, maybe he gets that win on Super Bowl Sunday, but hopefully that that's going to be – I think that's that going to be a be great cool. game, better yeah. than last year's because that was a defensive – like battle that whole game. So it wasn't right. much scoring, but I think this one will be a lot different. So yeah, we'll get more to come. That's going to be, that. that's going to be big. We'll, we, yeah, we'll get more, we'll get more on that last year. If you guys remember, um, it matters now came to an end with a big, um, Super Bowl round table. We're planning on doing the same thing, hoping to get a lot of guests on that. So yeah, we're hopeful that next week is going to be very, very Super Bowl centric and very good. Um, so that's the end of sh- our giant version of show me what you've got. <laughs> and let's move into news. All right, so our first story here is the uh, recent Cubs convention. Uh, the Cubs convention in 2020, I would say, was very, very interesting, um, as is this Cubs team at this current time with you know, new manager. Um, lots of big shifts happening in a time where we thought we would have stability. Um, it's just kind of a weird time. Um, I think probably the biggest thing the kind of the most interesting story that comes out of it was um, marquee network, the new marquee networks, very, very negative um, backlash as far as the fan reaction um, during Tom Ricketts introduction of marquee network. It's pretty obvious that Cubs fans are going to miss WGN at least for some time. Um, Tom Ricketts says otherwise, but um, that's, that's definitely a very, very, interesting story this year because i mean it's just i don't know things things are weird with the cubs i gotta say yeah it's been it's been a weird i mean transition from 2016 of course we made the i mean it's, we still made the nlcs the year after 
Right. But then after that, it's just been it's just been a downhill kind of spiral for the Cubs. I mean, it's been a lack of. I mean, the course the, the core we have is still very young, but outside of that, there's just been the pitching has been aging. I mean, we kind of knew that was going to happen, but I mean, the bullpen has not been. Of course, we lost the world as Chapman after 2016, but there really hasn't been. We had Wade Davis in 2017, but outside of that, we've really haven't had that dominant guy anymore. And just it's just been a kind of a weird feeling because the Cubs that were the were the team of stability from from 2015 up until I mean I guess you could say last year, but now it's gonna, it's a different feel that there's been trade rumors going around. Um, there's been booing at the Cubs convention, like you said, and I think this marquee network kind of came at the wrong time to be honest. Yeah, it's really not a great time where you can have trust in Cubs fans. I feel like there's like almost any other time, I guess just like post World Series yeah. heavier expectation version of Cubs fans mm-hmm. is just it's just not a good time to introduce something like this. Even when they're horrible and losing and stuff, like that's even a better time I feel like. So I mean we've yeah. we've had a full segment on marquee sports and what that's gonna do. Um it might be the first step in what will be an evolving um, medium and evolving uh, way to present um, teams, especially teams like baseball, hockey, basketball, kind of those those winter through through summer sports that have the longer schedules. We'll see um, what happens with it, but we do what we do know right now is people are very very skeptical about it as um, it really just doesn't go along with uh, what what the Cubs have been historically. But it just also just it does it doesn't come at a good time with yeah. with a. I know, and WGNs has been, I mean, a fixture for, I mean, that's how it's attracted so many Cubs fans because of it being national that, I mean, that's how people became Cubs fans is because right. WGN. That's, that's and now putting such that, a big part of Cubs you know, fan. getting rid of that. I mean, of course, they, they did, they had less games on there last year because they, because the new deal with, or I guess they had that deal with ABC that they had, they took a few games away from WGN, but now it, it just, it's, there's a lot of questions because it's not even done yet, I don't think. Right. The marquee network, and they showed like a video of, it was like Len Casper, I think I saw. It was like his birthday the other week, and like they showed like the backdrop, and it just looked like it was kind of nasty to be honest. Like it, it wasn't finished. Like you could right. see, like you could that the I mean the green screen behind it, like you could it, it was not a good like clear picture, and that's just not a good image, I guess, for, for Cubs fans to be seeing for the first thing <laughs> on their network is like a is a like a a nasty looking picture of uh, it was like a table behind it was like a the wall was behind it and it was like supposed to be like the ivy like in the brick mm-hmm. but it just like it did not it was like on like lens like shirt oh like, so like, like it did, very obvious green yeah screen. so yeah, it was not, not a good look for them right now but i just hope that they figure it out eventually but i mean right now is that's not what a good everybody's hope is that. in so many ways like figure it out eventually i don't know um, the only positive of it is i mean i guess they We'll have more spring training games on there, which is always nice, I guess, if you want to see the team every now and then because there's not always that many games on television for spring right. training. But outside of that, I mean, and I'm sure it'll, it'll work out eventually, but it'd be interesting to see like, the numbers of how much it costs, I guess, too, for fans. Like, they got to be mm-hmm. cognizant of that, and there's going to be definitely a change for Cubs fans just being accustomed to, I mean, WGN for so long and then CSN Chicago and ABC then. Big time. But, yeah, it's definitely a new change. Yep, for sure. All right, let's move on to our next story here. Yeah, so this one is shifting gears now to college basketball. It was last night, a crazy brawl between Kansas State and Kansas. And there's this, I mean, <laughs> if you look up the video, it, it, it was I mean, that's the crazy. biggest thing. Before before you listen to this, I mean, just look up the video because this is one of those. Yeah, you got to look where you see have the video to, first. You have to see it. Um because it's not just any brawl, but it's it's pretty it's pretty insane and 
Um, definitely reminiscent of some of the biggest brawls in basketball history. Um, yeah, there's you, just no I mean, place for that in the game. I mean, the game was already over. I mean, what? What's the? You're up by like, they're up by like 20 Kansas, and it just. I mean, I I know tensions were getting hot, but just right. Just put that aside. I don't. Aside know. I, I don't. I don't understand where that block comes from. That co- I mean, why why you're blocking a shot like that? And I guess that's what that's what warrant that's what warranted all of the yeah um, fighting. Obviously, obviously, I hope um, there were no severe injuries. We'll you know we'll see with that. Things are still kind of coming through the news cycle on this right now because this was just last night. I mean, I think the thing that's interesting though is like you know talk about the evolution of basketball and how things have changed over time and how things have kind of cleaned up. And, Mm -hmm. um, these moments are really, have really been tossed aside ever since, you know, the malice of the palace so many years back. I think that that's, you know, probably, um, one of the things that, you know, this is reminiscent of, and it's just interesting to see this come in an era now where we seem to be so far away from that. Um, as, as just a sports fan sitting there, um, I can't help but be entertained by it. And, you know, I think that the lack of s- some degree of physicality in basketball is something that I, I guess, kind of um, miss in the, the don't-touch-me foul basketball that is played now, especially in the NBA, is not something that I find as entertaining. So to that degree, it was fun. But, I mean, there's there's definitely no place for uh, brawls to this extensive of, of you know, this, this extensive – um, of an instance where you know you're potentially um, hurting other people, um, you know it it ended up going into um, the handicap section, and you know it it got pretty rough, and it took a long time to break up right at the end of this game. And what was you know kind of a sleepy, simple you know Kansas in-state rivalry win yeah. ended and up I'll kind of shocking everybody here. Of course, they they um, the college basketball can't find anybody here, unlike the NBA or other sports. But right. it'll be interesting to see what the kind of punishments they hand out for whoever's involved. Of course, it could be. I mean, it could be the guy. Oh, I've cut his name on Kansas, but he, the guy who grabbed the stool, he could be out for probably the whole year. Even he could lose the scholarship. Even if, if things. I mean, if, if they feel that is the best move to just remove him from the Silvio team. Silvio D'Souza? So, yeah, that's right. And um, yeah, so he, he he was the one who uh, picked up the stool. I do think if if you end up doing that, <laughs> going full, like, WWE, I think if you do that, like, I, I, I think there's probably two options here. Um, I, it's, it's definitely either you're getting suspended for the rest of the season or this is an even larger conversation than that because – um, definitely with the amount of t- attention that this is getting, the fact that this happened last night, and we're talking about it now, so many people are. It's the biggest story this morning. You know, I, I do think that um, they're gonna they're gonna make some theatrical decisions, mm-hmm. probably just just in order to kind of. If it was just punches, it would be put, different. But to bring together. a stool into the equation here, I mean, that's just that there's just I mean, there's just no place for that. So it'll be yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the. Um, I guess the, the college basketball world thinks about this on right. the national stage and then what college basketball does hand out as punishment. So I guess we'll get to that next week to see what is handed out. So because yep. we'll definitely get that come next week. Um, our last piece of news here, Derek Jeter and Larry Walker were the two baseball players elected into the Hall of Fame uh, this year. I think, you know, there are two sides to this. You have Derek Jeter, who's probably the easiest Hall of Fame bid ever i think historically it's amazing that it didn't get unanimous i know people were upset about that um i would definitely join that club i don't know why someone wouldn't vote for Derek jeter to get into the hall of fame um 
other than to just try to boost up other people's votes because we already knew Derek Jeter was going to get in pretty clearly. Um, but, I mean, it's that's pretty exciting. And then on the other hand, you have Larry Walker, who in his last year of his eligibility for the Hall of Fame um, sneaks his way in because, you know, projections even toward the end were a little bit low for him, and he was expecting to not be able to get in. And he got a call late, and he's going to Cooperstown um, forever. So that's, you know, a big deal for him. But, um, you know, baseball's Hall of Fame is definitely um, the Hall of Fame that causes the most drama just in terms of the system and the way that, yeah. you know, players are voted on and so many stories that come into that and conversations. Um, it is nice to see, um, at least mostly, to see people unite around something like Derek Jeter because he is – a generational player that at least I was very, very lucky to see, and I know so many other people were. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then just to add, we were talking about this before the show, but if you guys didn't see it, check out OJ Simpson's <laughs> Twitter page. <laughs> and he's okay. The video, he's like, who? He was apparently he was golfing or whatever, and then he gets he's off the course, golfing. and then somebody told him that one guy didn't vote for Derek Jeter to get in the Hall of Fame, and he's like, who didn't? Who didn't do that? And then he's like, get rid of that guy, and it's the comments just erupted. Of course. Yeah, with no, the, the kind of the language comments, he used, but oh comment, my god, the comments on his Twitter is like <laughs> almost—it's—it's. It's so he starts bad, every video with it's, "Yours it's, truly." It's, it's like, oh it's man, crazy. this yeah. is, th- that was pretty funny to see. But I, I just—he's like, yeah, it was a guy from Boston or whatever, and, and it's pretty funny. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, he must be right. Yeah, I mean, that's the only thing that can explain it. Um, yeah, well, there, there's there's definitely going to be a story on that that's going to come out <laughs> eventually because that's. Um, that's interesting for sure. But yeah, Derek Jeter, Larry Walker. That guy's got to be sweating whoever it is that didn't vote for him. So. Yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> he's getting all the attention. He might have thought that there was going to be two or something. Do they no, come it's out? It's just him. I don't publicly know. Publicly with it? I don't remember. I, I don't even know. I feel like they might. There'll be a, there'll be a way I, that they Somebody will in. find out. Somebody yeah. will figure it out. Um, but yeah, that's the end of our news. And we're going to move into They Don't Scout Like This. Real quick, our video on Scout like this is uh, the upcoming Pro Bowl. Obviously, this is a little bit of a weird week right in between, you know, as always, in between the NFC and AFC championships and the Super Bowl. We got the Pro Bowl here, and, you know, really, I feel like the the era of being excited about All-Star games in general has really come to an end. There's Mm -hmm. only a few format changes that make things interesting. I think right now, really what does is larger league um, and sport um, impacts like this where, um, the NFL is going to be trying out these new rules here. Um, the biggest one is really um, getting um, the fourth, the fourth and fifteen play to replace onside kicks. Yeah. Um, I mean, really, the biggest thing is the is the the getting rid of kickoffs, kind of the way that the AAF did when we talked about that. You know, back when that was very, very briefly a thing. <laughs> um, yeah. That was like two weeks of a thing, but yeah. Yeah, that was that they was tried. that was very very briefly league. They tried the XFL's coming. I'm very very excited about that because it looks like they actually have something in place that'll be interesting. Uh, we'll see on that. But I mean, the biggest thing is is trying to limit kickoffs because I think that's the biggest league development right now. Is mm-hmm. you know y- you you start to realize that having a play with guys running full speed at each other across a hundred yards is probably a little bit dangerous. So. <laughs> They're making moves to limit that, and it'll be interesting to see in the Pro Bowl. Yeah. I, it's it's a big thing. I just feel like I mean I I'm, I'm not against it, but I just feel like they should probably move it back a little further because yeah, you have a guy like Patrick Mahomes, he can he can sling it. I mean that's what he does every play, basically a 15 yard game. It would it would change the game. I mean it's 20, all fourth and so much but so much league development now is toward get as many points on the board as we yeah, can. Yeah, it's just keep changing. everything a game. Like that's really what the NFL is becoming yeah. slowly, which I don't New know if I like. Yeah. 
because I, I mean, as you guys know, I'm always old school. I like, I like defenses and, but at the same time, you know, I understand it. So we'll just see how it works. It's, it's some of these, it's just really, we'll see once they implement it, how they impact the game. Cause we can all think about it, but I mean, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But kickoffs, um, I'm a firm believer though, still that you got to keep, yeah, keep that in the game because that's just so I important to the I game. Think you have to keep it in some way. Um, yeah. I just, I don't know, I don't know. Guys like a, like a Cordell Patterson and right, a, um, yeah. Harmon on the Chiefs now. He's who's he was really good as well this year. I mean that that that's their bread and butter uh, kind of play in in the league and right. You get rid of players money, like so. that. I mean, I don't know. One of my favorite players of all time is Devin Hester. Yeah. What happens without yeah, the kickoff? Yeah, right. Seriously, like. I, I don't know. It's it's something to think about for sure. But we're going to see because I think that this is going to be a new trend, at least for, you know, we can talk about the larger conversation of All-Star Games. But I, I think just in general, it's going to be a big deal now with having new rules come into play and seeing how um, the games are going to be developed in the future, I guess. That's yeah. kind of what the advertising spot that um, All-Star Games are going to take now, mm-hmm. like the Pro Bowl, is like, oh, this is going to be a look at the future. So we'll see on that. So that's the end of... Uh, they don't scout like this. And for your scouting, we don't have any calls this week because we haven't been here in forever. But uh, make sure you send in your questions for next week. We still have the phone lines open. 224-544-9330. We're hoping to have a good year scouting segment finally for season two there. Um, and let's move into Just Wait Till Next Week. As for my Just Wait Till Next Week, I have two very, very simple things. As we talked about, very, very excited to get down, get together with a bunch of guests and uh, preview the Super Bowl. That's really the big thing. And also just to see winter sports picking up. I'm a huge hockey guy, even though both both of our teams aren't doing that well. Shout out to Patrick Kane, by the way, for the 1,000th uh, point. That's a really, really big deal. And um, Coach Q is back Coach last Q night. returning last yeah. night. That was also very, very cool. Lots of lots of cool yeah. Hawks end-of-decade moments. I mean, you know, they were, the, they, they were voted on many accounts to be um, the franchise of the decade um, in hockey, and, you know, that's, that's almost – it's hard to dispute that, and, and we've definitely been spoiled over the last 10 years as far as what we've gotten out of that um, franchise, and hopefully things pick back up soon. It's been a lot of nostalgia lately, yeah. and unfortunately not much along with that. So we'll see what happens in the future with that. But I'm looking forward to just seeing the NHL in, de- in general. There's lots of exciting teams kind of building up, as always. Um, definitely get spoiled with that. And, um, yeah, just you know, basketball too, college basketball for sure. So all that stuff. And for me, of course, Super Bowl biggest game of the year and another story that i want to talk about it's kind of under the radar it'll probably goes to um they don't scout like this but the illinois basketball turnaround has just been it's been they're yes. now they're now a top 20 they'll probably be moving up towards the top 20 team but right now they're ranked 21 they had a huge win over purdue last night they they killed yeah, them last is, night what's going on with illinois sports how i just want to sports i want to dive into that whole turnaround how it's how it happened and just the, honestly all even though um the football team too they they didn't win their. They still finished with a losing record, but to get six wins was a right. pretty big deal I for mean, them. And know, they lost. They lost in the Red Box Bowl to yeah. uh, Cal, I think. Right. A big turnaround. I mean, though, I, for I'm, that whole I'm program. so excited for Lovey Smith in that program. And I mean, Illinois sports. Yeah, they've really picked things up. Um, lots of lower, um, lower. Uh, you know, deemed lower kind of uh, Big Ten schools are picking. Even Rutgers too. Up. Their basketball. Rutgers teams basketball. Actually that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, Rutgers basketball. So. Yeah, Lots of exciting things going on. More to talk that. about next week, so yeah, for sure. Stay tuned. Um, yeah, so that's all we got t- today. Congrats for sticking through and listening to this whole thing. As always, we appreciate it. You can subscribe to listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. Um, give us a positive review, five stars, comment, do whatever you want in all those places. Uh, subscribe to watch us on YouTube. Um, we always encourage that. Still trying to get to our goal. We haven't 
we haven't really put out videos lately, so I'm not expecting things to, to move that quickly, but I'm hoping we can really pick things up here. Um, so yeah, do that. Of course, read the Forest Scout. Lots of good articles. So we're kind of transitioning through the semester, but uh, the next huge wave, uh, the kind of beginning next week, big, big, big beginning of semester wave will come in here soon. So get ready for another week of Sports Scouts. And in the meantime, we'll keep on scouting. See you guys later. See you next week.